welcome to the bite-sized edition of Hospitality News and Views. In today's edition, Raj and Richard discuss travel. If BA, if BA no don't have any seven three sevens anymore, didn't they get rid of them all? I think? Yeah, so, yeah, they started getting rid of the big planes. Yeah, yeah, the really big ones. Yeah. So I mean, who's, who's going to take them there? Um, you know, it, it's I'm sure. Right, I'm sure, I'm sure Mr. O'Leary will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> it may be, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never got on Ryanair. Easy, I've been on EasyJet, but yeah. No, I've been on Ryanair. I've been on Ryanair. It was. It's it's very strange actually, Ryanair. Um, I'm not. I have no problems with it. I'm not. Last time I flew on a Ryanair, it was fine. But they do tend to go to airports out in the middle of nowhere, so you end up having to really think about how to get to where you want to get to when it, when you when you land. It's not a straightforward thing. I don't know if they still do use. For the, the, I don't know if it's Ryanair or EasyJet, and and Frankfurt was like you know. It was nearer to Stuttgart, I think, something like you know. It's like it, it, it was it was some crazy airport. It wasn't Frankfurt at all, um, but yeah. But nevertheless, supply and demand, isn't there? And, yeah, uh, yeah. And to be honest, you can't complain because the price is so no. cheap. So you know, you yeah. got to. I mean, the model. Yeah, you can't. I mean, anybody who complains about it yeah. really should reflect on the fact that you know what are they doing for that price? Who else can do it at that price? On the price, that's right, and then you've got the and you've got the infrastructure that springs up around it, where you've got then the cheap buses that take you from one city to another or collect you from the airport to live, deliver you to where, where you are. Um, so no, it's it's um, yeah, it, yeah. It's, In fact, talking about um, planes and trains and automobiles, I suppose um, <laughs> Gatwick Airport have uh, announced they're going to um, start charging for pickups, and you know it's one. I can appreciate they want to start charging because the last time I was at Gatwick was uh, last year when uh, I picked up Grumman. She'd come back from Switzerland and um, there was nobody at the airport. I mean, it was absolutely empty. So you can appreciate the fact that uh, they need to start getting some revenue. I think it would be all, but the, I think it's about five pounds for 10 minutes or whatever it is. And the, you know, the, going to charge up to about £30 or whatever the price is, I think that's going to count against uh, the airport. I think it's going to have a really bad sort of impact on people because, one, it's a nightmare to even get – when it's busy, it's a nightmare to pick up anybody up anyway. Yeah. And, you know, and I actually think that what's going to happen is people are just going to end up either going around in circles and hoping that they can just – runs into their blooming car and dives in through the window – um, or, you know, you're going to have to have a car that's so small, you're going to have to wonder, can they get the suitcase in it? Because there's so many cars in the blooming rank. There's... Uh, it's a horrible thought, isn't it? I mean, there might be smaller airports, but can you imagine going around Heathrow doing doing that? Um, yeah. the, they did have something, but before COVID even, I, I, I was a bit worried that once, like that you can't drop off people at arrivals or the other way around or something like that. And I'd done that, and I, there was going to be a sixty-pound fine. I think I noticed the, yeah. the sign saying, um, but sadly, I think that we'll find that they can afford to, to levy those sort of costs. I remember it was in the mid nineties. It was around the time of the advent of the internet, actually. I think, and um, and I think it was Lufthansa that did the first move, where they stopped in-flight um, meals and they started giving sandwiches instead. 
And I thought that, hey, you know, people are going to move to another airline. That's just not going to take off. Look at it now, you know. Yeah. So those harsh kind of changes are harsh. Yeah, of course, I love those airline meals. Um, not that I'm a frequent traveler, but, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think they can probably afford to levy those changes. We're going to have to lump it, I think. Sadly. Yeah, but I think that you know, it's inevitable that prices are going to go up because of what's happened it, it, yeah. generally. It's just an inevitable thing, isn't it? But, yeah, when, yeah. but when people suddenly start getting hit with those additional fees, especially if it's family picking you up and your family picking you up, you know, and they're now getting hit with a charge, the guy, the guy who's driving the car is getting hit with a charge. It's, I, I, I don't know. I think it's got, it just leaves a very bad taste in the mouth afterwards. And you end up, I think long term, you end up thinking, well, I'd rather buy from Heathrow. Uh, in in the same way that, <clears throat> that you know we know and you know we can talk about this on another occasion perhaps, but the repurposing of buildings, in the same way that could be repurposing of land. Let's say that there is some bit of vacant land close to a, a nearby tube station. If we're talking about London, then you know somebody could say, "Tell you what, let's do, let if they if people get a tube from Heathrow to I don't know Hatton Cross, and there's some." big car park potential car park there where they can just do, collect people there you know it, it, it's the, it, again we're going back to the market supply and demand really aren't we that it, something could shift and you could get the, get the tube to some nearby place where they can pick you up free of charge or as a lower cost mm-hmm. I don't know um, yeah, I think I think it would at least throw that's a possibility but with a lot of the other airports highly unlikely yeah. the, the airports yeah. are kind of positioned themselves in a way that they can only be accessed by bus or car and it's um, if, if you, that, if you see me on Dragon's Den shortly, Raj, with, uh, with a proposition that I'm going to buy up land close to every <laughs> airport, <laughs> then, then you know you'll know where it started, and I'll thank you for this. Uh, this yes, of, uh, yeah. No, basically, it's, I think the you know, the travel industry um, needs it needs to be able to make sure that people can travel obviously safely, but they need to be able to feel that they can go through that process again without feeling like they're being fleeced. Yeah, yeah, it's because yeah. um, that, that's, that's that's how you change things, isn't it? You allow the change to be. Now you talked about the you talked about the meals in terms of the going from hot meals to sandwiches. How much do you want to bet they went out of their way to make sure their sandwiches were tasty, and they made sure that they? I mean, probably not now. Who knows? I don't know. But at that time, there was where is everybody else? And yeah. I think that we should accept that things are going to change, but we need to also think about people wanting to go again i mean one of the things that i'm hoping uh we see is that if people are staying in country that they do more trips i mean it'd be nice to people should go back to the old days of actually learning a bit about their country by traveling around it um and if that can happen that'd be great but you'd want them to be able to go through a similar process each time rather than you know have a story that they put on instagram saying god wasn't it horrible We hope you enjoyed listening to this bite-sized edition of Hospitality News and Views. The full editions are available on all popular podcasting platforms and include additional material which we hope you will enjoy. Thank you.